Blog Talk Radio. All right, we don't have an intro music uh, today because uh, I wanted to get a little more time in. I got an email from someone, and uh, I think it warrants an answer. It's a very important question, actually, and uh, it's sort of a criticism as well. I'm going to overlook most of that and try to uh, answer uh, this question that is um, posted it in two different places, so I'm not sure which came first. But anyway, I will read the first thing first. And we got Larry on his phone down there, too. Larry, are you still there? Yes, Jared, I'm here. Okay. Uh, I want to start off with this and get this out of the way. It's a very important question, and I want to spend a little time on it. Anyway, this is what the first one, I assume it's the first one, I really like and agree with much you say until you start your self-righteous overcoming. You ain't overcome a thing, especially sin, so wake up and give credit to the one it's due, Jesus. You will sin till the day you die, and for you to claim otherwise... (laughs) is a lie. I've never claimed otherwise, by the way. I've never said I'm not a sinner. In fact, I've said just the opposite. I'm one of the chief of sinners. And anyway, I do believe it was John who said, who is that overcomes the world? Only he believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And that, my friend, is the only overcoming you will ever attain. I think Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Sometimes you act like you deserve salvation more than the rest of us. I don't know where this is coming from uh, with all the information that I've handed out over the last 30 years. Number one, I've never told anybody to believe anything I say. Our entire ministry is dedicated to getting you and the writer of this back in your Bible and study it intently like Jesus Christ ordered you to do. Now, everybody says that's just a work. Well, that's a legalism. All we need to do is have faith and and belief in Jesus, and that's all there is to it. Anything else is uh, an anathema. Anything else is uh, um, a work of some sort. So anyway... I'll get into that a little bit. Here's the second one. Listen to your show tonight and heard your rant about overcoming. What strikes me as odd is why you would quote so many scriptures but stay away from Paul. Well, in the first place, I do quote Paul quite often. And I'm wondering if this fellow here is a Pauline because this stuff of being a Pauline is now really starting to take hold. I don't know who the originator is, but I know on YouTube there's a fellow by the name of Breaker, or Bracker, I don't know how he pronounces it, who says he's a Pauline and he does not follow Jesus Christ at all. 
and that uh, the uh, gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John do not pertain to us at all. They are all in the Old Testament, which is an absolute lie. Absolute, total lie. Uh, This Brocker character claims that he is uh, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, that's not exactly dividing the word of truth uh, the way it should be divided. From Genesis 1-1, to Revelation 22 is a uh, all the way through uh, 22 is uh, all pertinent to the Christian. All pertinent to the Christian. This Pauline stuff is very, very dangerous, erroneous doctrine. Because really, what it's saying is uh, they don't realize that's what they're saying. But if you're a Pauline, you do not follow Jesus Christ. You follow Paul, the apostle. I don't recall Paul dying on a cross for our sins. At least, not the Bible I read. I don't recall Paul uh, or, or the scriptures saying, come to the light of Paul. I don't recall Paul being in there, except he's a gen- he is a uh, apostle to the Gentiles, and that's all he is. He's bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. And if you carefully study Paul, you're going to find out his salvation doctrine is identical to the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's just worded slightly different because of the way Paul wrote. Anyway, so anyway, I mean even John said, Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Wasn't it Jesus himself that said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life? People, you need to study a deep study on the word believeth and believe. The the word faith and belief are verbs. They are prerequisites to what follows after. You cannot just lift of uh, like John three sixteen, as everybody's claiming, or not everybody. A lot of churches don't pay any attention to any of this, but those who do are lifting scripture totally out of its context totally out of its context. You can't do that. Well, you can do it, but it leads to your ruin. Anyway, forgive me if I am misunderstanding, but it seems you are claiming you have to overcome sin to be saved. Actually, I hate to tell you this, but the sin of humanity. You're a born sinner. You live as a sinner. You die as a sinner. Salvation is really not based upon that, and I'll show you why it's not based on that. It goes much deeper than that, because you are a sinner. Your flesh is sin. This is what the Bible's trying to tell you, and I'll get into some of that. Surely you don't believe you will ever stop sinning. Well, I never said that. The Lord liberates us from these bodies Until, rather, he says, the Lord liberates from these bodies, we will sin. 
Am I misunderstanding or is this your belief? Well, in the first place, you don't understand what I'm saying at all. I can tell that from the comments you've made. And I don't know why you would claim somebody is self-righteous and uh, arrogant just because they quote from the Bible, evidently, verses you don't want to face. And I can prove from Scripture the vast majority of Christians don't want to face. Jesus wrote a letter, seven letters, to the seven churches. And these churches are seven types of believers, seven types of churches, and they are prophetic churches. And we are in the last day, Laodicean, lukewarm, unsaved, totally unsaved church. And at the end of every one of those letters, he said, to the overcomer only, will I grant this and will I grant that? Those are his words. They're not my words. All you got to do is look up what the word overcome means. And essentially, it means to have fought a major battle and to have won it. Anyway, I want to get into some of this a little bit. Larry, I hope you have patience. <laughs> but I think this oh, yeah. is important. Yeah. Because a lot of people really believe what this guy said. And they don't understand what they're talking about. They really don't. And I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being haughty. They're contradicting the Bible in so many places. I don't have time. I could spend 10 hours on this. Okay, Matthew 7:22 through 24. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works. And these are miracle works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and it goes into all the sayings of Jesus, what he said, which has all been redacted, by the way, in modern Christianity. Everything Jesus actually said concerning salvation is no longer pertinent in the modern-day church theology. It's not there. It's been redacted. It's been replaced. Anyway, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and doeth them, obedience, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. These are Christians, folks. Number one, they're calling Jesus Lord, Lord. They have prophesied in his name. They have cast out devils in his name, under his authority. And they have also done many miracle works all in his name. These are Christians. You can't say these people aren't Christians. They are. In fact, Jesus tells you who these people really are in, in his answer to them. Anyway, 1 John 5, 3 through 5. For this is the love of God, and that is divine agape that we must keep his commandments, that we keep his commandments, I should say, and his commandments are not grievous. 
For whosoever is born of God, which he left out, is overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Verb, not static, not something where you sit in a chair and believe something. Your faith is to propel you. If you really believe that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, if you really believed that, would you not do what he told you to do? What we have in the church today, and Jesus confirms it, because he says, when I return, will I find any faith on the earth? And that includes the church. Well, the answer is obvious. No. Because faith has been totally redefined. Belief has been totally redefined. It's not belief and it's not faith anymore. Real faith, real belief propels you. Uh, You can go into uh, like Noah. Noah was told to build an ark. Well, what would have happened if Noah just sat in an easy chair and prayed and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Opens his eyes, would there be an ark there? The answer is no. He shows faith, nor did, and belief by building the ark himself. And you can go through all of these faith things, and you will find they're all active. They're all, they did something. They didn't just sit there in an easy chair and believe something, which is what modern Christianity says. I just sit in my chair and I believe in Jesus Christ. I have faith in Jesus Christ, and I don't have to do anything else. Anything else is an anathema. It's a work. It's a legalism. Well, that's pure baloney. That's fake. Okay. So... What is being born again? Let's go to John 15. uh, Let's see. I'm going to start at verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Well, if you will study out, you will find out that water is a code word for divine love of God. And you also, at the same time, are born of the Spirit. Why do we need to be born again of the Spirit? Because way back in Genesis, we were uh, terminated in the Spirit. In the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die you shall surely perish well everybody says well see that's just a big fake comment because adam and eve lived for almost a thousand years they died in a spirit on that very day and because they died in the spirit later they die in the flesh and i wish people would just pay attention to what the Bible is telling you. Anyway, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You can't do it. 
is impossible. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now I'm going to jump to uh, verse 9, or 19 rather. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, and they are wrought in God. Okay, what's this light? Well, Jesus said he was the light. It's Jesus Christ himself. Everyone that doeth evil hateth Jesus Christ. Well, what are you seeing in the world today? They hate Jesus Christ, and it's really rising rapidly. <coughs> the light is divine agape. That's who Jesus Christ is. God is a spirit. God is divine love. That's what this is all about. It's being reconnected back to that which was lost at the fall with the knowledge of good and evil. We were cut off, severed from God. Why do you think science is doing what it's doing? Looking through their um, telescopes and their high-powered microscopes and CERN and all of these scientists trying to figure out how the universe works. What are they really doing? They don't even know what they're doing. They're looking for God. They're looking for home. Every person born on earth, earth subconsciously knows there's something wrong here on this planet. They know it. It's just not conscious. So anyway, what does it say? Does it say believe in the light? Does it say to have faith in the light? Those are prerequisites. It says for you to come to the light, come to Jesus Christ, to have your deeds reproved. And Jesus told you how to come to him. He worded it very, very bluntly. Nobody can say they didn't understand. John 5, 38 through 40. And ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent him you believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. John 3.16. Oh, I believe in John 3.16. I have eternal life then, because I believe this verse, and I believe that verse, and I have faith in this verse. I have faith in that verse. Jesus has told you that's totally wrong. You just think you have eternal life because it's in the scriptures. Well, what is the Bible? It's a book. It's got pages and ink. That's what it is. He tells you what it is. He says, they are which testify of me. But, he says, and you will not come to me that you might have eternal life. Are you understanding what's being said here? Remember when Jesus said, if your burden is very heavy, come to me. Come to me. 
It's a prerequisite you already believe. It's all a prerequisite that you have faith. Who would come to Jesus Christ if they didn't believe who he was? Who would have faith in Jesus if they didn't think or know who he was? You wouldn't. And in John chapter 1, if you go in and read it, you're going to find that what Jesus said was he gives power actually to come to him. He gives you the power to do it. It's not your power. It's his power. It's not your work. It's his work. Anyway, and then he says, and you will not come to me that you might have life. So the what way did Jesus give to us to come to him? Only one. And Peter tells you that the church, basically, throughout all these last 2,000 years, has denied what Jesus said about it. They have redacted it, almost from the time of the ascension. It all went south because mankind... Uh, doesn't like what it hears, so it's tuned it out. Anyway, if you want to find the truth and be set free, then you're going to have to do what Jesus commanded, or you're never going to find the truth, and you will never be set free. It doesn't matter what you believe. doesn't matter how much faith you have. They're just a testimony of him. You have to come to him. There's only one way to do it. Anyway, John. 14, 25 through 27. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You remember the return covenant of Jesus? I go to build a house for you in the heavens, in my Father's house. And when it's finished, my Father gives permission, I'm coming back to get you. The return covenant, it's a promise. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Now, we've got to remember when Jesus was standing right before him when he said this stuff. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So now, what's the Holy Spirit's job? John 16, 7 through 9. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I not go away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Speaking about the Holy Ghost. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment of sin, because they believe not on me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you shall see me no more, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, 
but you cannot bear them now. Well, if they couldn't bear them now or back then, they certainly are not going to bear them now because the Christians have nothing but itching ears and they turn away from the truth. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you unto all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Now this is where the church doesn't like it. Because what are we being told? Remember when you have no need for any man to teach you. Why? Well, because it's the Holy Spirit that's supposed to teach you. Not some priest, not some pope, not some other minister, preacher, evangelist. The Holy Ghost is supposed to teach you the truth. You're not supposed to be going to these other people and just leaning on every word they tell you and believing it. You're supposed to bow the knee individually as an individual to the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And if you will not do it, you will not be told what the truth is because these people out there, according to the prophecies, have no, no truth in them. Why do you think Peter said they speak evil of the way and their damnation slumbers not? What way? They speak evil of the way. Jesus Christ gave us only one way. It's called straight, and it's called narrow. And if you will not do it, you will not find the truth. It's the only way ever given by the Lord Jesus Christ. You will not find another way. And if you go back into the Old Testament, you will find the narrow way. It's in there. Been in there right along. So anyway, and to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus Christ shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. Look up the word no, folks. It's the same word Jesus used to the multitudes when he said, get away from me. I never knew who you were. Same thing. No, not God. And that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, now if that's true, why are we redacting everything Jesus Christ said? Why is this fellow so upset when I use the term overcome? That's what Jesus said. I didn't make it up. Jesus did not come down here and say, hey, Stewie, uh, how should we write the New Testament? I need help here. Because a lot of people say your gospel is just your own personal gospel. No, it is not. I am bringing you the real gospel that has been lost for centuries. I'm not the only one. Folks, I'm not the only one teaching this. Practically now, but back then, there were many people, not many, but a few, and they all went to jail for it. They were beaten up for it. Uh, all kinds of things happened to them. Guyon, Fox, John Bunyan, they were all hated, exactly as Jesus Christ said you would be if you told the truth. 
You will be hated. You will be reviled. You will be persecuted. You will be set apart from all your brothers and sisters in the Lord if you're telling the truth. Because they can't stand the truth, and they don't want to obey the truth. They just want to believe. They just want to have faith. Know not God, obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. What was the gospel that Jesus brought with him? Enter in at the straight gate. Walk the narrow way. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? So if you've got an argument, sir, then your argument is not with me. Your argument is with Jesus Christ himself. And if I were you, I'd get down on my knees, and I'd start asking the Holy Ghost for the truth, because you are opposing yourself, as multitudes oppose themselves with this fake gospel that Satan brought in, with his angels of light, who are the preachers, teachers, evangelists, and whatnot today. That's who they are. And if you would study your Bible, you would know that's who they are. 1 John 3, 1 through 3. Behold, what manner, type, of love, divine love, the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, reborn, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, and we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. So you can rail against me. You can call me arrogant, haughty, whatever you want. You don't know who I am. You've never met me. You don't know anything about me. And yet you do this kind of thing. And I get this stuff frequently. And you're all opposing yourself. And I can say that scripturally. The people who stood before Jesus Christ rejected all opposed themselves. They are the multitudes, millions, because why? Because they embraced this fake, phony gospel of these preachers, teachers, and evangelists that Jesus and Peter warned was coming. John... um, Jesus called them wolves in sheep's clothing who come to devour the flock. These are wolves, but they look like Christians. They act like Christians. They're making millions of dollars selling a fake gospel. And you folks out there are gobbling that gospel up. Oh, this is wonderful. All i got to do is just believe something, and I'm in. If you don't believe that people are so gullible about this, all you'd have to do is get a friend of yours or two or three friends of yours, get together, and say that uh, your Aunt Matilda showed up in a cornfield, and she had a gospel call, and she's going to come again. That would spread like wildfire, and you'd have thousands of people coming to see this Aunt Matilda, and... It's just hogwash. Why won't people believe what Jesus Christ himself said? And by the way, Jesus Christ spoke through all these other people. When Peter writes, he's writing of the Holy Ghost. He's writing of from the Lord Jesus Christ. 
So when you're told that this straight gate, narrow way business will be just called foolishness and be railed against, as Peter says very clearly, then I guess that's probably what's going to happen, and that is exactly what has happened. When I talk about the straight gate, narrow way, it's railed against. You bring another gospel. You bring an, uh, you're an anathema to the church. You're denying faith and belief. No, I'm not. Faith and belief are what you're supposed to have to enter in at the straight gate. If you truly believed, you'd do it. And if you truly uh, had faith in what the word of the Lord said, you'd do that too. And you won't do either one. You won't do either one. So anyway, mankind was created with divine agape love. <clears throat> God is a sp- spirit, excuse me, and God is divine love. When mankind ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he fell, and he was born again into a fallen world, and he had divine love that was within him totally cut off. He's cut off from it. It vanished. Mankind died spiritually to God at that point, lost alone. In essence, we could say God vanished. Why, why are people looking all over? They develop all these religions. They develop all these philosophies. They develop all this stuff to find God. That's what they're looking for. So they have all this stuff trying to explain why mankind is what he is, how he is, what he does, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? They will not pick up the cross, and they will not follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the rich young ruler? And uh, he came to Jesus, and, and he said, I have followed from my youth all the commandments. And it says, Jesus marveled at him. And he says to, the, to this rich young ruler, he says, you lack one thing. Come, follow me. Well, what was it he lacked? Define love. Humanity does not have it. You don't have it. It's not in you. And when you perish and stand before the Lord, guess what your judgment is about? God is going to judge you according to his love, not your loves. You lose, pure and simple. And how do I know that? Because the Bible says that. And I know that personally because I stood before Jesus Christ. And he showed me what this issue is between man and God, and there is only one issue. There is only one condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men hated the light and would not come to the light. The light is divine love. You don't have it. You've lost it. You lost it at the fall. You're not born with it. You don't know anything about it. You're going to be judged by that love of Jesus Christ. And you're going to lose. That's why Jesus came into the world, to save you. So when you stand before him, he gives you 
Behold what manner of divine love the Father has bestowed upon us that we be called sons of God. It's divine love. The whole issue is but one, divine love. There is no other issue between you and God. You better settle it. So anyway, we develop our religions, our philosophies, our sciences, and all that, and unconsciously what they're looking for is to get back home, to get reconnected to the Creator. That is exactly why Jesus said, ask, seek, knock, strive, labor, and continue in his doctrines. Are you denying that, sir? Are you calling Jesus Christ a liar? Because if you're going to deny that Jesus said these things, you are calling Jesus Christ a liar. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I would bow the knee if I were you, and I would begin to study if I were you, and I would ask the Holy Ghost to come into me and teach me all of these things that Jesus said we are to obey and we are to do. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, not do what I say? Um, So remember, Jesus came into this fallen world and becomes the connecting rod back to God. That's who he is. Being reborn means getting the severed connection that was lost way back in Genesis, reconnected. And as I said before, the issue between man and God is only one. There is only one condemnation, and it is a love type condemnation. Because you do not have divine agape. Humanity does not know anything about divine agape. And the only reason I do is because Jesus showed it to me. I'm not bragging. I have no idea why Jesus hauled me into this thing. I have no idea at all. I only know he did. I only know he called me. And I spent years going through all this. And suddenly he shows up. Just like he did with Bunyan, just like he did with Guyan and all these others of ancient times. Back in the uh, 1700s, 1600s. And guess what happened to them? Because they were telling you what I'm telling you. They went to prison. They were beaten up. They were hauled in front of judges and whatnot for preaching the truth. That has never changed. Mankind hates the real truth. You have a genuine, unconscious hatred for God. That's why they invent all these religions and philosophies, because they will not pick up their cross and die as Jesus told them to do. They won't do it. They say no. Now, I've spent a lot of time on this, and I'm going to just go through a few things that I have written about so you can go see them. If you want to, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. All these books that I have written about this very thing are predicated on you proving them totally wrong. Been doing this for 30 years. Haven't gotten one letter proving it wrong. Okay, book, The Poor Lost Christian, The Mystery of Christ, Dark Light, Finding Home. Frequency 1, Frequency 2, the day I met Jesus Christ, was Jesus a Gnostic, the forgotten commandment, what is truth, 
Christian Gainsayer series, Gainsayers 1 and Gainsayers 2, which, by the way, is the church today, the white robe conspiracy, the magic of true faith, and my favorite, it's called The Game. They're all available, and as far as I know, almost all of them are free, uh, except for you have to join the membership, but I may even move those to the free side. Uh, we're almost at the at the time of the end. Anyway, you must come to Christ as a little child, and you have to drop every and all your perceived, your preconceived biases, or you'll never find Him. That's exactly why He told you to come as a little child, as a little babe, to come to Him. If you will do that, if you will just drop your Baptist bias, your Lutheran bias, your Catholic bias, I don't care what it is, if you will drop it and just read what he said, it's amazing how all of the lies are just shed away of modern Christianity. These people are nothing but a bunch of liars, and they hate Jesus Christ, and they are Satan's angels of light. How do you know? Just read what they say. And compare it to the scriptures. I also made some videos, the testimony video. It's all on Angel Fall 923. It's free. Uh, anyway, I'm done with that. I've written so much. I've talked uh, probably too much about it. But uh, I'm not going to argue or debate anybody with this. I know what Jesus Christ showed me. And I know what he's told me. And I don't care if people believe it. Or don't believe it. And neither does Jesus Christ. I urge you to go into John chapter 17 and read what Jesus said about all this. In fact, I would urge you to go to the Gospel of John, the, John, uh, the book of John, because all the secrets are outlined there as to what true salvation is. Every bit of it is in the book of John. Why? Because John is a book of love. And Jesus Christ is love. Divine love. Anyway, <clears throat> that's about it. And uh, I just hope people will will get into the scriptures and will read those scriptures and study those scriptures. And by the way, Strong's, I had an email from somebody just the other day. They're watering down all of this stuff. Satan is very, very clever. When mankind fell... There is a veil over your mind. And if you don't do what Jesus Christ tells you to do, you're never going to have that veil lifted and find out what the real truth is. When you meet the Lord face to face, uh, then you know the truth because he is the truth. There is no other truth. The Bible is the only book in this entire planet that gives you the real truth. There is no other book. No other book anywhere that tells you the truth. And that's why Jesus said, I am life. I am truth. I am the light. It's all there. Yep, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> Larry. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Oh, that's okay. Oh, anywhere you, anywhere you want should... to start. Well, you did, didn't uh, you already? But anyway... <laughs> Okay, I got a headline here. Maybe we can start here. Watch. Russia to supply Iran with advanced spy satellites. Uh, 
that's kind of a deadly thing. Why? Are you, and it proves, I guess, that Russia and Iran are close buddies. And don't we have some bombers of Russia down there in Iran as well as Ukraine? I mean, <laughs> Israel's being encircled. <clears throat> well, I, I don't know where you which. Uh, where you read that from, uh, Koenig, was it? No, this actually was on YouTube, and I didn't copy down where oh, okay. he got the information. Well, but. well, I did post that on my blog today. I posted it. One source was Debka File out of Israel, and the other source was Koenig's International News. And both of them in their details indicated that this satellite given to Iran by Russian military is a satellite that is constructed to be used in attacking and targeting military targets. So this is a satellite for Iran to attack its enemies, like, well, Israel for chance, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be Daniel 8, where they do a blitzkrieg, north, south, east, and west. So this is kind of interesting that they would uh, are going to supply those. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and and guess what? Not a word out of Biden. As a matter of fact, speaking of Biden, uh, he's probably not saying anything really about anything, probably not to anybody. Uh, I, I saw two or three sources today with information that says that uh, Biden, uh, I guess, got bored. He wandered away at the G7 summit, and uh, Jill Biden had to go get him and bring him back. He wasn't exactly sure where he was. Uh, it, really? a bunch of clowns. America's got a clown government. Well, I guess it's appropriate <laughs> as to where America is these days and the American people. I mean, I suppose you you know, like this guy says, well, you're just arrogant and haughty and and uh, blah 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 this and that. I uh, truth is truth, folks. And the truth is, the vast majority of the American people are rolling up their sleeves to take a jab. And I got news on that jab, by the way, deadly news. And this is coming from doctors who know and specialists in the field. And this is, uh, <laughs> how do I say, not at all what people might think it is. This is deadly stuff. And the rich men of the earth are behind all of it, just as Psalm 2 says they are. The kings and the rulers and the rich men are behind all of this, and they're using the pharmaceutical industry to accomplish it. Amazing. We actually didn't see it before, but we do see it now. Anyway, what else you got, Larry? I know you wanted to do something about uh, um, Barry's got a new... Uh, What do you call it? Code? Bible uh, code? Uh, Torah code? code? Yes. Uh, one of the things, let me throw in here real quick, because yes. it was really, really interesting information, and it's it's kind of like uh, Paul Harvey's arrest of the story. Mm -hmm. If you'll remember, and, and this just recently came out, by the way, and actually, oddly enough, Yahoo News is the one that put it out, but... Uh, it's very interesting, and, and what it does is, you know, we remember the, the most recent Gaza missile attack, 
And at the yep. same time, Gaza missiles were falling on Israel. Uh, you know, Lebanon started firing just a few individual missiles, and then uh, they were trying to fire some out of Syria. However, something interrupted all of that missile attack that Iran was coordinating, and it they, suddenly they stopped. And everybody thought, oh, it's because they blowed up a building or two or three, you know. No, well, here's the rest of the story. And this is under Netanyahu, by the way. Uh, the mm -hmm. Yahoo News article says, in the belly of the whale. Now, that's a biblical term, by the way. Uh, but the Israeli submarine Leviathan, that's the name of it, in the Mediterranean Sea off Haffa, as Gaza rockets uh, rained down, and it had its torpedo doors open. And here's what the truth is, Stuart. When these mm -hmm. missiles were coming down, uh, Israel knew that they were about to launch massive missile attacks out of Lebanon and Syria and Gaza and possibly Yemen and possibly Iran. There was a plan to massively attack Israel. But uh, And even though this Yahoo story is somewhat accurate, it's not totally accurate because the, the accurate reporting indicates that two of the Dolphin Israeli submarines come offshore of Haffa and surfaced. And when they surfaced, they both, where satellite images could see them, opened their missile tubes, or in other words, their uh, torpedo tubes. And as uh -oh. you and I both know, and, and probably other people too, the, the, those Israeli submarines can fire uh, cruise missiles with nuclear warheads on them. So that is the real story of why the sudden missile attack stopped so quick. And by the way, uh, both submarines were talking to where any of the satellites could pick it up. They were running simulated strikes on Iran with nukes. What do you think? I would say that that was a very smart move on Israel's part because they do have that <clears throat> excuse me, Samson option, that if they're going to go down, they're going to take everybody down with them. And uh, that probably uh, brought to mind that Samson option to these. I mean, I don't know why they keep doing this anyway, uh, but they're going to do it again, and uh, probably very close to that. But you mentioned in the belly of the whale, was that part of the headline? Yeah, that, that is the beginning of the headline. The headline begins in the belly of the whale, Israeli submarine Leviathan. Isn't that interesting uh, that they're using biblical terminology? Yeah, that's Jonah. Now, here's a, here's a story probably very few have read. <clears throat> it's kind of interesting. Coinciding with the uh, eclipse, the devil's horn eclipse seen off the east coast of New York City. Uh, the devil is rising. Antichrist is rising. These are all signs. Folks, wake up. We're about to get clobbered. We got news on that, that we're going to be in war very soon. Anyway, I want to read this to you. It's kind of funny. A lobster diver says he was swallowed or nearly swallowed by a whale in a terrifying encounter off Cape Cod Friday morning. Michael Packard had been a lobster diver out of Provincetown for 40 years. 
He never experienced anything like this. Packard told the news that after jumping off his boat into the water, he felt this huge bump and everything went dark. At first, he feared he was being attacked by a, a shark. And I felt around, and I realized there were no teeth. And then I realized, oh, my God, I'm in a whale's mouth. He's trying to swallow me. Packard said he thought of himself, this is it. I'm going to die. He thought about his kids and wife and felt there was no getting out of the whale's mouth. And the whale spewed him out, I guess. Now, I want you to think about Jonah. I want you to think about the eclipse. This happened on the 11th today. I think that's a message to America. What was the message that Jonah gave Nineveh? You better repent or you're going to perish. Well, luckily, Nineveh actually did repent, and so they were spared. Is America going to repent? I haven't seen one sign of America repenting anywhere, especially in the church, let alone. I mean, the, 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 the most people in America don't believe in the Bible anymore. They don't believe in Satan. They don't believe in God, not really. Uh, they believe now in UFOs and, uh, and uh, aliens and extraterrestrials come to rescue them. That's what they believe in. We've advanced, folks. We no longer believe in these old wives' tales that the Bible speaks of. What do you think, Larry? I, got, I took this as a sign, a direct sign, and its closeness of the eclipse is amazing. Well, it's, it's, it's ironic on the terminology, and when it shows up uh, here in uh, June of uh, 2021, and ironically, the uh, reports, the story itself about the in the belly of the whale and Leviathan uh, basically were, were a warning that in these whale-like bellies of submarines, there are nuclear missiles waiting to fly. Yeah. It, it, that sort of reminds me of, uh, uh, what was the name of that movie? can't think of it now. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the alien swallowed uh, the guy who had one of these guns. And when he was inside, he blew him up from the inside out. I mean, all these things, if you follow a lot of this stuff, and particularly if you swallow, uh, follow the movies, you're going to learn a lot because this is how they telegraph what they're doing and what this is all about. And uh, people just don't believe it. They think, oh, that was a good sci-fi movie. I'm, I'm glad I saw it, but, boy, am I glad it's just a movie. It's just sci-fi. When in reality, there's a lot of messages built right in. Anyway, that's fascinating, Larry, and I bet you uh, we're going to be going to war fairly quickly. What's your... Uh, I know Barry Rothman did something here on war. Uh, do you have that in front of you at all? Yeah, and it kind of goes along with what you're talking about, cause it, and he's, it's still under construction, so he's probably going to have more. Uh, you know, and it kind of is a follow-up of the one where that that he had uh, Biden involving Taiwan, and the Biden weakness was literally going to uh, encourage uh, 
yes. China to China. attack Taiwan and yep. cause a big war. But anyway, what's interesting, and we're, we're right now having, and most people are not even aware of this, we're having an incredible war over money. You know, the dollar or the yuan or the, you know, the euro. Yep. You know, all of this battle's going on. And, and oddly enough, Rothman did another one June 10th that said Forbes and the codes see a coming war with China and Russia. Now, that's not a shocker, is it? But anyway, uh, he's got four in the matrix here. He's just begun looking into it, and I copied it down. Number one, China war. Number two, Russian. Number three, USA. And number four is the word money. Yeah, they're going after the dollar as the central world currency. And, uh, in fact, a lot of the oil trades of recent time between, like, China and Russia and whatnot are being done outside of the dollar. Now, if we have the Great Reset, of course, the dollar will be totally destroyed, and that's what uh, Schwab is talking about uh, with his group, the Great Reset, which, of course, is going to move everybody into a probably China digital currency, although I did read an article where the Chinese attempt to make everything digital didn't work too well. So they probably got a little bit of time left to, uh, you know, figure out how to do this. But there's no question that the mark of the beast is a financial mark as well as for everything else. And just kind of interesting now that that uh, he's showing up here with money, USA, Russia, China war. In other words, it's a monetary war. It's an oil war. It's an energy war. Is, is that – am I looking at that correctly, do you think? <clears throat> Well, most all of these wars have, have begun or happened that are energy wars. They're, and as a matter of fact, involving the money is it, also the warfare going on between the uh, American energy sources and also Russian energy sources and oil and, and gas. I mean, all of this is all tied together, not only just the money, but the, the energy that uh, the battle, it's worldwide, basically. So basically, I guess we could sum it up in saying that this is looking like war. And he's calling it China war. Uh, a war can take many different forms. It doesn't have to have missiles launched uh, anymore. It, it goes into other areas as well. And we have been at war, I think, with China for quite a while. And... Uh, as we now know, the U.N. is basically China. The uh, so-called uh, Charlie Victor Alpha uh, or Alpha 9 and the resulting jab, I have to be careful so I don't get uh, waylaid. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, it's all starting to fit together. I, what do you think, Larry? I think we're very, very close to a war. Well, Much I think we are. Let me bring up, yeah, yeah, and let me bring up some, something else that may dovetail into all that, because we know that uh, there's something big going on. Uh, Breitbart, now I follow, this is not Breitbart normal news. I get a, uh, a uh, 
I get information from what Breitbart calls its financial news, follow the money mm-hmm. type thing. And yes. I, I sent you uh, one that was really a shocking uh, revelation, basically, but it seems to be really timely. And I'd like your opinion. Uh, it's it's actually done from research. Uh, Casey Research uh, has put it out, Breitbart uh, Money has sent mm-hmm. it out. Listen to this headline. Dysphoria of elites in America as Donald Trump buys secret barricaded compound just off the U.S. coast in the Atlantic uh, for $19 million. And and what this, and I sent you a copy of that video, Stuart. Yes. And oddly enough, in the story, they continue, they go on further than Trump and begin to tell about. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, and they, they start la- listing off a name of of the elite in America that have bought or purchased or has offshore safe houses, I, I guess would be a good way to say it, where they can go. But guess what? They're starting to move there. So, Stuart, does that, is that an indicator? Is that some kind of red alert that something's about to happen to the continental United States? Yes, this is uh, actually that concept goes back quite a ways. When you see the elite leaving the United States in mass, get ready, because the takedown of the United States is going to occur. And uh, I believe that that takedown could occur at any time now. Uh, we're getting rumbles and rumors. I don't want to vet all this stuff, but even even from uh, military people, that something is about to happen. And the from now on through July uh, and August, which is interesting timing, I don't know if we'll get time to get into that, but uh, there is supposed to be a coup attempt by the right. Now, I don't know if they're going to win or whether they're going to lose. There are people who are now saying we'll be back as president. He doesn't have to be in Washington to become president. Uh, they're finding out more and more of these votes. and the, the states are recounting, and the governors are authorizing it. And uh, they're finding out that, indeed, the uh, voting was so totally fraudulent <laughs> that it really should be just canceled and actually another vote taken if they wanted to do that. But what they can do is if the Supreme Court rules that this uh, election was, in fact, totally fraudulent and that Trump did win by a wide margin, they could reinstall him. Now, I want you to think about what that means to the far left to Antifa, to Black Lives Matter, and what that means to our cities, to our towns, to our villages. These people mean business. They're not going to just give up. They're not going to walk away. And if the conservatives, which are buying guns, by the way, left and right, uh, we could see an armed insurrection in this country. In fact, I believe it's headed in that direction. The only thing that might stop it would be an invasion or uh, the global reset and our money suddenly becomes worthless, blah, 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 blah. But I think that also 
would send people into the streets. And the other thing that's going on that will send people into the streets is that uh, the moratorium on landlords getting rent and uh, themselves having to pay off their mortgages has come to a halt, as far as I know. It either is to a halt or will be at the end of the month. I'm not exactly sure. But do you realize that a lot of these folks who own homes and stayed their payments for, we'll say, a year, and let's just say the average payment is $2,000 a month on their mortgage, and they stayed it for a year. Well, they're going to owe $24,000. How are they going to come up with $24,000? They can't. So they'll be evicted. And we'll have all kinds of evictions going on all over America, which is further going to compound the problem. And uh, it's just a mess, and it's all done by these really evil, and I can't imagine the evil that people like Bill Gates and Fossey and all these people that are in on this, including our leaders, every one of them, even Trump said, well, if you don't take the jab, there's something wrong with you, basically, is what he said. Uh, Now we are finding out what is actually in these jabs and how dangerous they are and the people that have been harmed or killed by this. And our leaders are still insisting from babies on up. They're even talking about the young in the, in, by the end of the year. Well, we'll just jab the babies. We'll jab our little kids. They're going into the schools to steal your children, and you're allowing it, people. You're allowing it. You ought to really start to listen to some of these doctors and scientists who are warning you. They're being censored. Why would you be – why do you think they're being censored? Because these evil, canically controlled leaders of the world – don't want you to know the truth. That's why they're censoring it. And the American people are still rolling up their sleeves. Give me the jab. Give me the jab. i got to have the jab. Well, I want to read something to you about this, and i got to be careful how I read it so I don't get waylaid. Last week, Charlie Victor Alpha One jab injury victim, Brittany Galvin, appeared on the Stu Peters show, and her neurologist confirmed that her injection with the Modena jab is the cause of her affliction with Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare autoimmune condition that affects the peripheral nervous system, resulting in rapid-onset muscle weakness, paralysis, and death. Since her appearance last week, the Stu Peters Show has been contacted by hundreds of other victims who said they have received this exact same diagnosis when they try to tell the world they're censored, blocked, banned, and canceled. What kind of evil people do that? What kind of doctors who claim they're experts in medicine They present themselves as gods to the people 
and, and say, well, this is what you have. And if you protest or want to do your own research, they become highly indignant and highly haughty. I know what I'm talking about because I'm the doctor and you're not. Okay. You're an expert then, right, doctor? You're an expert. Then how come, if you're such an expert, you don't know anything about what you're putting into your patients? That makes you a serial killer, flat out. You're a serial killer. Because if you knew what was in this, you would never put it in anybody at all, ever. I don't understand what's happened to the medical profession. I just don't understand it at all, and I don't understand why people are going along with all this. If the people in America really realized what was being done to them, they'd hang every one of these people. There'd be so many people hanging from lampposts, it would be a, a routine sight all over the United States. Anyway, here's something else, and this is really, really interesting. Another symptom that has been undeniable is magnetization of the body, which everyone initially thought was a hoax. Thousands of people have taken to social media to record themselves sticking refrigerator magnets on their injection sites and even house keys on their foreheads, but few physicians have been willing to step forward until now, health economist Dr. Jane Ruby, with more than 20 years in pharmaceutical research, remember Revelation 18:23 and sorceries? Look it up, folks. Pharmaceutical, that's where it comes from. Explain while, why we are seeing these magnetic effects associated with these jabs. She explains that manipulative Magnetic nanoparticles were deliberately added to the shots because it is more aggressive delivery mechanism to get it, the mRNA, that creates the spike proteins into every cell in your body. It's a process called magnetofection, I guess. They are using magnetic fields through different chemicals to actually concentrate the mRNA into people's cells. This is in alignment with everything we've been reporting for weeks now, and yet still people are just rolling up the sleeve. I don't get it. We just know what and how is behind these magnetic uh, injections where people are having these items sticking to them. What does that prove? It proves that this stuff goes throughout your entire body. It's rewiring your DNA. It's changing everything about you, and you are now a hybrid. This is deadly stuff. Thousands upon thousands of people are dying from this. And now... I just saw a chart. They're claiming that COVID deaths suddenly have spiked. Well, now, isn't that interesting? All this spiking has been done after the people got the jab. And so now what they're doing is they're claiming that people are dying from these mutations. No, they're dying from the jab. She's lying to you. Modena lied to you. 
J&J has lied to you. Everybody lies to you. When are the American people going to wake up that the government doesn't love you? They hate you. They want you dead. What do people think the Georgia Guidestones were all about? Culling, murdering millions of people. That's what they're doing. And yet you tell that to people and they roll their eyes. Boy, are you a tinfoil hat idiot. Why, they wouldn't do that to us. Well, okay, die then. Die then. Because that's probably from what I'm hearing from all these scientists and doctors, of which now there are thousands, that people down the road for maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe as far as two years, are going to suddenly start dying all over the place. And now the death rates are climbing, and they're claiming it's a variant when it isn't. It's the vaccine that's killing them. Anyway, uh, it's just too bad. Uh, it says here that the mRNA encoding forces your cells to make over and over again these dangerous spike proteins all over your body. It's actually a forced gene delivery system. It's changing everything about you. And this lady doctor says that all of this information is out there. And uh, it's just imagine, it's amazing what they're doing and why they're doing it. And they're lying to you as to why they're doing it. They always lie to you. Some too. Kings and princes and rich men of the earth hate God. And now we're finding out that this vaccine, or whatever you want to call it, jab, whatever, doesn't matter, uh, is, in fact, designed, evidently, to kill off your uh, connection with the Lord. I don't know exactly how that works, but, but people who have taken the jab have later said, I just suddenly felt I was cut off from any connection I had with God. Cut off. So there you go. Anyway, deadly stuff. And in fact, this magnetic stuff that they're putting into you, they are not to be used for human diagnostic or any drug intended for humans. Dr. Ruby believes Pfizer and Moderna are using these substances illegally, which is a crime against humanity, and that the mechanisms of these magnetized nanoparticles and regions is what explains what we see in the chronology of um, this uh, lady who is showing all her, and she's not the only one, others are showing. They can even put a key, a car key, on their forehead, and it stays there. They, are, they have become magnetic. And uh, anyway, what do you think, Larry? I mean, this is awful stuff. Well, it, I guess it enhances the term, uh, we're all body electric, but now we're, some are body electric <laughs> magnetic. And oddly enough, too, I was watching the... Uh, some information from that G7, one of the announcements that Biden uh, gave at the G7 was the fact that uh, Biden and others were going to furnish free 
injections or jabs or whatever you want to call it. I, <laughs> I, you know, it's, you, you have to watch what you say. But, hey, I'll just say free jabs. You can have free jabs worldwide now. We're going worldwide with this. They're in a hurry, Stuart. Yeah, and people really should ask questions. Why do they want everybody to get the jab? The, the uh, high-ranking official at Pfizer said there's only one reason, and it's very, very nefarious. Go back to the Georgia Guidestones. If you haven't looked it up, you don't know who the Georgia Guidestones are, look it up. Type in uh, Google, Georgia Guidestones. See the pictures. One of the things it says, call the human race, basically, uh, down to one half billion people world. That means you have to kill off at least seven billion people to get that accomplished. I want you to think about 7 billion people. That's a lot of people, folks. A lot of people. And people just cannot believe that their government is so evil that they would want to do that. Well, they do want to do that. And as I've said many times before, they want you dead. Get it through your head. They want you, your family, your grandparents, your children, your grandchildren, dead, D-E-A-D, dirt naps, in the grave. That's what these people want. They are evil to the core. They are totally controlled walk-ins of Satan. They're demonics. Those who hate me love death. That's what the Bible says. Those who hate me, God, love death. Well, what's the opposite? Those who hate death love God. I guess that tells you where these people are at, because that's all they think about. They're obsessed with it. How do we kill off all these people and get away with it? Well, the easiest way is what we've thought about for a long, long time, germ warfare. And that's what we're dealing with, germ warfare. Anyway, what else you got, Larry? <laughs> we could get on that for well, hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's interesting too, and I, they've been uh, one, a lot of people's digging into why they're bringing in. Now it's become not just thousands, but uh, a million or multiple millions of uh, illegal aliens into the country just as fast as they can bring them. Uh, there's, there's some people surmising now that these are the replacements. These are to replace, because they're not getting jabs, Stuart. They're not being brought into America and taken into a room and given a jab. They're just being hauled off into America. They're the replacements for those that's about to uh, find their end with the jab. Yes, I wouldn't doubt that a bit. Uh, it, it's just too bad. It's a very cunning, clever, uh, as Trump himself said, brilliant, invisible, super intelligent, genius. That's what Trump said about warp speed. This is, uh, this is not something 
that just came out of the blue. This is uh, obviously something long prepared for. We can prove it. I have all the documents. I have a special report on it. And it's go actually, it goes all the way back into the early 80s and even beyond that. It's incredible how long they have planned this. They don't have to worry about the people waking up. They're never going to wake up. The people in America have been dumbed down to the point where uh, they're just not going to wake up. And I'm not saying they're dumb people. They've been dumbed down to a level where they do not question authority. If Fossey says this is it, that's it. Well, Fossey has reversed himself so many times, you would think people would begin to raise their eyebrows and say, wait a minute, uh, a year ago you said this, now you're saying that. And, of course, he has all kinds of excuses why he's doing that. But anyway, I want to get off that for a minute. Geopolitics. Now, this is uh, Mike Adams. Geopolitics expert warns China preparing for total war against the United States. The long-term global domination plan has always been for China to invade and conquer the continental United States by launching attacks from Mexico while Russia plans to attack and take Alaska and then proceed to conquer Canada. Well, actually, China has already taken over Canada. Now, I don't know how they're, what kind of uh, connection they have with the Russians. When I was up in Canada doing some uh, seminar work, uh, they told me that there were Chinese and Russian troops up in the uh, Queensland, which is a huge forest area, and they have these huge camps up there, evidently. Uh, anyway, it says, what has changed recently is that China has sharply accelerated its timetable of attacking America due to emerging relations about the origins of, of uh, Charlie Victor Alpha Ones and the biological weapon. And remember that uh, Barry Rothman said that the jab is poison. It's in the Torah codes. It's poison. Uh, how is it that that's in the Torah codes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and Barry, what do you think? And Go ahead. Yeah, it's and what's interesting in Barry Rothman's Torah code, not only is your Charlie Victor uh, designated poison, it's designated as a plague. Yes. Yep. And the Lord told us there were going to be plagues. He just didn't say who was going to bring it on. I guess we know now. Now he didn't. And it, he didn't yeah, say go we ahead. was going to make them, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of those things, he doesn't really say who does it. There's a few he says, I did it. But he allows these rich men to do this. I want to close with this one. This is kind of interesting. Hey, uh, I got Larry, a good I'm one, sure too. Heard, before, yeah, before, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead before yeah, I do before that. Before you close, I want to bring this up real quick, uh, because it's not like we don't have a few things to worry about. Uh, there's a... Uh, Dr. Tamitha Skov is uh, the one on the Internet called the Space Weather Woman, and you've seen me blog some of her stuff before. Yes. Anyway, yep. this is her latest, and, and when she put this one out uh, a couple of days ago, YouTube deplatformed her and canceled her channel. But let me read you what she said. This is Space Weather Woman. says, uh, says uh, is there a rising feeling of solarization? She said, cycle... Uh, Solar Cycle 25 has now become energized with more numerous sunspots 
more frequent solar storms, more intense solar flares, and the solar flux is climbing. Warning, well, they canceled her because of that, Stuart. Yep, they don't want people to know. And remember, folks, uh, Dr. Um, Doom, Major Ed Dames, where the remote viewing team uh, remote viewed what he called the kill shot. It's a series of CMEs that come in, and they kill literally millions of people. And we're watching that beginning right now. We're at the end. I don't care what people say. We're at the end. I'm telling you. Wake up. Get under the wings of Jesus Christ while you still can. Anyway, I wanted to read this. Behold, your God is the headline. It's got a picture of this giant statue. And uh, they're going to set it up in 21 cities. It's the same size as um, what they claim the Nephilim were back in the days of old. Close to a, some of them were close to 100 feet tall, and uh, they're very, very close too to some a statue I found on Mars, which I haven't got to yet. But uh, there's a statue on Mars that's about 100 feet tall. And you can easily measure it to find out how tall it is because they have the scales there. And it's carved right into uh, a cliff. It's very, very obvious what it is. Anyway, a company out of Ireland is in the process of developing a 10-story tall figure that can move, talk, and shapeshift into any image its programmers desire. From your favorite celebrity, pop star, politician, comic book hero, this 10-story figure can transform into anything, even you. According to the release news story, developers intend to figure, uh, get it ready to tour 21 cities in 2021 with long-range plans for developing additional figures. Now, I want you to remember... What does the Bible say about this uh, image of the beast? Why is this appearing now? <coughs> Why is it able to move and speak? Just something to think about. Another clue as to how close we really are to the tribulation period and all the things that are in there. And... Uh, Here's another one I want to close. One of our gang in Tennessee, this is an email we got, reports that veterinarians have been uh, jabbing the pets for, for uh, Charlie Victor Alpha 9 since pre-plandemic. Uh, how is that possible? Is this spreading to the human owners, like as livestock is involved in it? Adds an entirely two-dimension to the issue. And that gets into what they call shedding or transmitting. Anyway, a new global religion demands allegiance of every human being. Will you fall for its deceptions? <laughs> what do you think about that, Larry? we got to be coming close. Well, it makes me think that, uh, you know, you and I both have one of those items that can a deal out implants, you know, sometimes it's yes. as many as 10 or 12, but uh, we may have to start uh, 
taking care of the implant people by implanting them. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be a prayer of everybody that knows what's going on. Hold them down, inject them down with this magnetic stuff, nanobots, and let's see what happens to them in two years. <laughs> oh, no. That's never sure. going to. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Go was ahead. referring to lead implants. Oh, yes. That would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> or cement shoes. Anyway, um, I don't know. Here's another headline we can close with maybe. America hating commies within the nation find American flags disturbing as others claim flying old glory is even racist. A message to them. Feel free to leave. <laughs> Love it. Any closing words, Larry? Uh, I mean, there's well, so much more news we could get into. We just don't have time. Yeah, and, and the next show we'll do, I'll try to read a little more on uh, Michael Sala's interesting book. Yes. Uh, folks, the arrival is very, very close at hand. It really is. They are ramping up the acclimation project and uh, more and more releases. However, that near-to-well erstwhile noise claims that it will be the aliens themselves that are going to reveal themselves to the world. In other words, our uh, illustrious leaders will never tell the truth. And this report that's coming out is not telling the truth at all. They're just watering everything down, as usual. They're never going to tell the truth. They don't know how. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And um, if you have not prepared, folks, you better, because this thing is coming like a freight train now. It's almost upon us, and it's just too bad uh, that people are not awake. They're not paying any attention. The Bible is just old wives' tales, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All humanity is going to find out that the Bible was telling the truth the entire time, and mankind has no excuse. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Larry, for coming on, and we will see you uh, on the next show, the Lord willing. Anyway, good night, folks.